Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Manchester. Your Manchester is powered by TalkTalk's Future Fibre, which has now arrived in Manchester. Future Fibre broadband is ultra-fast and ultra-reliable, and with speeds up to a whopping 900 megabytes per second, it's fast enough to handle anything you can throw at it. Plus, you can connect over 75 devices at once. So bye-bye, fighting over the Wi-Fi. As if it couldn't get any better, Future Fibre plans now come with an Amazon Aero mesh router, so you can get the latest in Wi-Fi 6 tech for free. To see if your postcode can get Future Fibre, search TalkTalk Future Fibre now. Good evening to each and every one of you joining me, Miss Belinda Scandal, and who are you? I am Caroline Whitehead. I nearly called you Brandon then, this is very strange. I've got a couple more things more than Brandon. I bet you've not flower. Now, how are you? <laughs> are you all right? I am. Sure, do you know, it's lovely seeing it's you. It's nice seeing you yeah. too. How are you doing? Uh, not not three bad, not three. Do you remember 12 months ago? 12? We had a scream between us. I know, times have changed. Because this is our International Women's Day, Day special. special. Well done, there you go, yes. <laughs> It's, it's feeling very special already, I'll be honest with you. It's feeling very, very... What have you done this week? Anything or nothing? Well, I was asked to go skiing. I beg your pardon? Yeah, me, what? skiing. Really? Me, skiing, so getting in the onesie, because you wear a onesie, it, don't you? The onesie's fun. Do you know what I don't like about skiing? It's the boots. What? Because, you know, I don't mind wearing different forms of shoes, but the boots aren't that nice. They're like lead weights. Ooh, that, and then, like Frankenstein shoes. And you have to, you get there first thing in the morning, so you've only just woke up and you're putting mm. these boots on, you've got to clip them and clip them and clip them until they're tighter and tighter and tighter. And then all of a sudden you start adopting a walk like C-3PO. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite comical, really. It's, it's, it's all fun. Mm. I don't mind well, it. I, well, I said no. You said no! I'll tell you why, because uh, no one wants to see me hurtling towards them <laughs> on two planks down a mountain <laughs> like that. No one wants to see that. Oh, it's great fun skiing. I'm there in a couple of weeks. Oh. I can't wait. First holiday since 2020. <gasps> Can you believe oh. it? Because last time, did I tell you, last time that I went skiing, yeah. we travelled because it's a long way. So you land in an airport and then you've got to go about two hours up a mountain. Yeah. We got there just as Macron told everybody that it was going to be closing down. So we Shut literally, up, really? We, we literally were there for just a day. And you had to come back? We had to come straight back. We drove back. <gasps> drove back. I didn't drive. Obviously, I got the helicopter. And uh, yes, we were. T- I didn't really get a helicopter. Hello, and we were just to taken back. Airlines. Belinda Airlines. It's International <laughs> Women's Day. It's Women's History Month. International Women's Day. It's a big day. It's an important day. Most uh, definitely. Those that you don't know why we have got International Women's Day, let's have a little look at this VT. International Women's Day takes place every year on the 8th of March. This special day is a chance to celebrate the achievements of women, as well as ways that we can all work together to make the world a better, fairer place for everyone. The first International Women's Day was held in 1911, following earlier events in the United States. At this time, many women across the world didn't have the same rights as men, such as being able to vote or work. Although things have changed since those days, there are lots of times where women are still treated badly and not given the same opportunities. This is why International Women's Day is so important, as it gives people a chance to let their voices be heard and to celebrate and challenge. This year, in 2022, the theme of International Women's Day is Break the Bias. 
What does bias mean? Well, bias is where an idea is preferred to another, and another idea doesn't get a fair chance. Gender bias is where someone of a different gender is treated unfairly. So, this year, people of all genders are being encouraged to hashtag break the bias and make sure that people know when others are not being given the same opportunities. This International Women's Day, make sure you break the bias and celebrate the incredible achievements of women across the world. And, uh, we've got a guest joining us here today. This is Siobhan. Siobhan, Hello. how are you? Welcome. Siobhan O'Connor. Now, you work at the library. I do. I'm at, at Central Library, just up the road. Central Library. That's the big round one, everybody, in case you're wondering. It's the gorgeous. one I went to in the bowels of the archives. Where you she see was on a... walking faster. Yeah, that yeah. was great. <laughs> Siobhan that, was there. It? She let me in the bowels of the library. I mean, that did. Yes. there must be some stuff in there that talks about equality within the bowels of the library itself. I mean, the... Oh, we've got all sorts of stuff at Central Library. In in the strong rooms that Caroline was just talking about, we've got lots of uh, women's archives there. So we've got letters from suffragettes. We've got, you know, massive collection. It's really, really interesting. And what's exciting is when you actually touch it in your hand and you think that somebody, you know, that has made change in our our lifetime yeah. has actually written that or well, touched it, etc. Books weren't as mass printed as what they are now, is it? I mean, we get mm. millions of books printed. That would have been done and etched mm. by somebody that would have took time. But even when you think, it. you know, people were typing yeah. out, yeah. you know, like there's no computers back then. And, yeah. you know. Some were from prison as well, weren't they? They're from strange ways, you know, sort of writing out because they were, they were in prison yeah. for demonstrating, for wanting the vote. Yeah, quite a lot were in prison. They went to prison for, for what? For getting their own equality? That's what they wanted for equality. They were put in prison. Listen, some were, some were imprisoned, they were force-fed, and one or two died. This is, this, is how, this is how intense, and this is how much women fought to actually go and get go for and get the vote. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So have, we, have we noticed a difference then? I'll open this up to both of you. Have we noticed a big difference within Manchester then? For, for, for women and, and equality and breaking the biases, we're calling it. Well, since, well, so it's about 103 years since women over 30 received the vote. Wow. 103 years. We are, what are we now, six years off all women, 100 years of all women getting the vote. There, are, there has been changes. So uh, dare I say it, you know, 76 years after um, Emmeline Pankhurst started the, the WASPALU, which is the, the Women's Socialist Political Union. Yeah. We had first female prime minister in 1979. That was 76 years afterwards. I'm still not keen enough. Yeah, we're still not keen enough. But at least she, you know, she basically she was a woman. She was a woman, yeah. and of course the Equalities Act as yes, well. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I always say sometimes certain things in legislation has to really filter, filter through into society uh, because we're still demonstrating and complaining today about the lack of equal pay. Yes. Well, I know you get more mm. than me. I don't understand it. Um, <laughs> what does it mean to you, International Women's Day, Siobhan? I think it's an opportunity. When you think about globally, lots of women don't have the same rights. So I think it's really important to show other women across the globe that, you know, we're thinking about them. You know, yeah. we might think, well, we're OK, but we're not. Things still aren't mm. equal, but things are much worse in other countries. Yeah. So I think it's really important to stand up and show that solidarity together. It's, yeah. 
It's fabulous, isn't it? Listen, we're going to be chatting to you throughout the show today. Uh, but we want to find out, as well as celebrating International Women's Day, what is on the box, everybody. Hi, I'm Hayley and welcome to this week's On The Box. How's everyone doing? Now, if you watch anything at all, do pop on to Amazon Prime and seek out the comedy series, The Amazing Mrs. Maisel. It's absolutely outstanding. It's about a housewife called Mitch and it's set in the 50s and 60s and she discovers a knack for comedy, stand-up comedy, and she pursues a career in it as well. It's one of the best things I've seen in years. Now, if you want a weepy film, little weepy one do give Hatchy a dog's tail a watch it stars Richard Gere and it's about a man called Parker who rescues a stray puppy from the train station if you fancy a classic Breakfast at Tiffany's is available on Now TV and I've just started watching the series Inventing Anna it's on Netflix and it's number two at the moment on the streaming platform it's about a journalist who's got a lot to prove and she investigates the case of an Instagram socialite and heiress who stole the the hearts of New York and also their money. Now that's it from me. I shall catch you next time and remember, stronger together. Bye. So that's what's on the box this mm. week. Loads going on. Yeah. Marvellous Mrs. Maisel's very International Women's Day appropriate. Have you seen it? No, I've not. Oh, it's wonderful. It's this wonderful character. And uh, she basically wants to be a stand-up comic comedian. Mm. Um, and uh, so she's she does that, and she's basically going through her life, and she's doing, looking after the kids as well. Yeah. She's breaking that bias because it's all at that time where it's set, yeah. all about men being comedians. Oh, So right, she's breaking okay. that bias. So that's one definitely to watch. Marvellous Mrs. Maisel. Mm, Cracking ah. one. Surprised you've not watched it, look. No, no, I'm a big fan of Smack the Pony. I don't want to know what you're doing in your private life. <laughs> now, listen... Um, <laughs> You did um, a few of these marches that are going to be on. It's a celebration of what we've achieved so far. That's what we'd like to say. It's a celebration of what we've achieved so far, a flavour of what we have done before. Javon and I work closely and the, and the um, Manchester City Council <laughs> steering... No, stop laughing at me. <laughs> steering group, the strong Manchester women, yeah. see us in action, mm. see... All of the communities in yeah. Manchester in action. Yeah. It's very diverse. Men, women, children, people of different ethnicities. Let's go. Next up on the show, we've got someone that everyone's probably heard the show about. I'm sure you've obviously heard about Quiz Nights before. You've heard of Belinda doing her one at the Cockatoo. Well, this person has wrote a play all about the last Quiz Night on Earth. Please welcome Alison Carr. You have quite a, quite a reputation with your plays already. They've been travelling up and down the country. Well, this show in particular has been. You have been a finalist in the Women's Prizes for writing. It, it, you've done quite a bit, especially for women, which is fantastic. I, I, I tried to, I'm, I've gone into the synopsis of Last Quiz Night on Earth, but it sounds so crazy that I'm going to have you tell our audience what is the show about. Yeah, it's not crazy. It's, um, so basically, there is a world-destroying asteroid that is heading for Earth. There is nothing that can be done. We are all going to be wiped out. So, you know, what would you do? You'd go down the local pub, the Four Horsemen, for a quiz night. Kathy, the landlady, and Rav, the quiz master, have arranged a very special final, final countdown, last chance quiz night for the audience. So you go along, you have a drink, you do the quiz. It's a real quiz. Um, so I, then... I love that. That's, that's such a different element. Sorry, just before we get on to the rest, of it, you, you, you genuinely have a quiz in this. This is stuff you can do throughout the show. 
Yeah, it's a real quiz, real questions, real real rounds. Um, so you can come as a quiz team or you can come as a, a smaller group or you can join your table and become a, a bigger quiz team or you can you know join the people around you, whatever you want to do. Uh, but yeah, it's a real quiz. We'll ask you to think up a quiz team name, um, play along, you know, re really mark the answers. You'll you'll get the questions, you'll get the answers. The there's different rounds, so there's sport and film and TV, different different real quiz rounds. So you'll play, and um, and there might be a winner. Uh, who knows? Who knows what happens <laughs> at the end of the world? You know, you might win, but at the end of the day, we're getting blown up by an asteroid. Exactly, Does it really matter? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic, though. That's such a different concept. What made you want to come up with that? Well, it was um, so Boxer Tricks, who are producing the show, it was them that approached me and asked me if I'd be interested in writing their new immersive show that they wanted to take yes. around. Um, so it's a show for non theatre spaces. So it's playing in pubs, village halls, community centres. Um, and I, I, I first of all came up with the, the idea of a pub quiz because I thought, well, that's a, you know, everyone loves a quiz. Absolutely. It's something that, you know, lots of people it's can It's something we in. all took to in lockdown anyway. Exactly, exactly. And this was written pre-lockdown. So little did I know. The, you got ahead the of the game. Of the quiz. Um, and then the end of the world element, it just, you know, I just thought, what, you know, what can I bring? What? what what is something that i'd be interested in what makes this different what really makes the stakes as high as possible um so you know what if it was the last quiz night on earth and you know we meet other characters in the play who come to the pub who are um people in kathy and rav's lives who come to the pub for sort of last minute last chance whether it be you know grand declarations or things that need to be unsaid or rifts or things that need to be said or rifts that need to be healed because um, obviously, you know, again, it's the last chance. Absolutely. Now, you're playing at the Banktop Tavern in Oldham. How exactly can people get tickets to this then? So if they head to the Box of Tricks website, so I think I'm going to I'm going to give you a website address. I think it's right. <laughs> um, so boxoftricks.co.uk um, and all the links to book there. It's it's playing where you said in Oldham and it's gone all over the country. So if you can't make that date, you might be able to make somewhere else. Here's your round off of what's on across Greater Manchester. Roger and Harry's bond is so strong they could be brothers. They share the same food, music, laughs, even dreams, but not race. Roger is black and Harry is white, but what does that matter, right? Human Nurture is a new play featuring live music, moves and plenty of dynamite at the Lowry on Thursday the 3rd and Friday the 4th of March. This International Women's Day, head over to the Frog and Bucket to get your feminist funny on with a fantastic all-female lineup. Proceeds from the event will help support local charities, the Pankhurst Trust and Manchester Women's Aid. Inspired by the Free Britney movement, Saving Britney is a hilarious and heartbreaking look at celebrity obsession, sexuality and growing up in the early noughties. It's on at Hope Mill from the 8th to the 10th of March. Also from the 8th, Olivier and Tony Award winning play The Curious Instant of the Dog in the Nighttime comes to the Opera House. That's it from me this week. Remember, if you have an event you'd like us to mention, just drop us a line. Contact us at yourmcr.com. It's Joe Brittany, Neurosculpting Performance Coach for another Minute of Mojo. I've been speaking to quite a few people over the last few days who are feeling incredibly stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, panicky, alarmed and even helpless as a result of the atrocities that are taking place in Ukraine at the moment. And this is a 
totally expected reaction, particularly if you have links to Ukraine, like I do. My heritage, part of my heritage is Ukrainian. And also if you still have stress lurking as a result of the last two years of the pandemic, this can amplify this sense of anxiety and these feelings of stress and overwhelm. So here are a few things that you can do that might help you. The first thing is that you can limit your exposure to social media and the news. If you want to keep yourself up to date, choose reputable news sources. Perhaps avoid social media posts with very harrowing and distressing imagery attached to them. The second thing is our brains and as human beings, we like to have this sense of control over our lives. So when there's a threat like this taking place, this can make us feel very stressed and worried. But when we worry about things that we can't control, it can also cause us to catastrophize. So take some action on something that you can accomplish and control and it will help you feel a little bit better. And the third thing that you can do is to have some healthy escapism. So maybe take a walk in nature or do something creative or fun that will take your mind off the realities of day-to-day -day life. I'll be back next time for another minute of Mojo. In the meantime, you can connect with me on my Instagram page, joebritton.mojo. The library does a lot as well, doesn't it? Now, haven't you got something going on on the 12th of March? We have. On Saturday the 12th of March, uh, we've got performances, musical performances, spoken word. So everybody's coming together for International Women's Day Festival event. Right. So the week before is the, is the walk. And then on the 12th, we've got like a performance, a celebration, mm -hmm. if you like, for the International Women's Day Festival. So we're going to have uh, some of the groups that have received funding for International Women's Day. Yeah. They'll be having like stalls to show people what, you know, what their group's about, encourage people to join in with their groups. And it's just a showcase really, isn't it, Carla? Yeah. yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's a showcase. So that's what Siobhan and I work together on right? Uh, as part of the steering committee. And uh, we take over the whole of the performance space. So if you're going to the library on Saturday the 12th, there will be music and noise. I mean, there is always something going on in the library, though, isn't it? I yeah. like the library. I like, lots, going, lots I like going into the uh, the big room that's quiet. Oh, the, what's the reading room? The reading room. I like yeah. going in there and opening a bag of crisps. Yeah. I like doing that. I find that a lot, a lot of fun. <laughs> I really, you're not meant to do that. The other one to do is where you've got the little uh, electric pianos. Yeah, so the, the music <laughs> and play Phantom. Da, 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 da. I like doing that in there as well. I find that a lot of fun. I like it. Yeah. Yes. Nobody looked at him gone. Yeah. Well, that's it for today's show. Today's episode of Your Manchester has been powered by Talk Talk Future Fibre, the UK's fastest and most reliable broadband technology, which is now available here in Manchester. To see if your postcode can get Future Fibre, search Talk Talk Future Fibre right now. Yeah.